this where we say blast off? No better place to talk nothing but Tennessee football. I know you're going to dig this. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, are you ready for the league of their own? What's going on, Vol Nation? It's your boy Josh with the League of Their Own. Welcome to today's show. Hoorah, hooray, whatever you want to say. We got a win in our back pocket, and now we move on to Florida. So, But first, before we get into Florida, we're going to do our normal routine here. We're going to go through the stats of the Chattanooga game. Now, if you're not a stats person, then this portion of the show is not for you. You can skip a little bit ahead. I don't know the time frame of how far you can skip ahead, but skip ahead until I'm not talking about stats. But if you're a stat junkie, kind of like myself, then this portion is for you. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. And forgive me, I do have a cold today, so I do have a cough drop in my mouth. So if it sounds a little funny, that would be why. So we're going to talk about these scoring drives. We'll just go ahead and run down each scoring drive. And um, then we'll talk about individual stats. So in the first quarter, Ty Chandler had a 13-yard touchdown run. Brandon Johnson had a 24-yard return uh, of a block punt for a touchdown. And Jawan Jennings had a 12-yard touchdown reception from JG. Tennessee scored 21 points in the first six and a half minutes of the game. Lovely. Would love to see that in the first two games of the year, <laughs> but it is what it is. We're not going to go back and, and woulda, shoulda, coulda type deal. So 21 points in the first quarter. We moved to the second quarter. Marquez Callaway with a 39-yard touchdown reception from JG. Cedric Tillman, a 20, uh, 28-yard reception from JG for a touchdown. And then Brent Samagli with a, with a 34-yard field goal all in the second quarter. Going into halftime, we were uh, obviously up 38 to nothing. Then in the third quarter, we have a Brian Maurer six-yard touchdown run, which obviously is the final score, 45-0. to zero. We kind of put the throttle back on offense, if you'd say. We were shuffling in some QBs and, and some other people, so getting some guys some reps. But that is your scoring drives on all the drives there. Ended up being 45-0 to zero, Tennessee, obviously. And, I mean, it is Chattanooga. We don't want to get on our high horse here. We beat Chattanooga 45-0. to zero. But Chattanooga is Chattanooga. If you look at the depth of this team, um, uh, clearly they had, it looked like, maybe 12 reserves. <laughs> 12 guys on the bench while their entire field was on the, uh, the I'm sorry, the, their entire team was on the field. Jeez, I can't even talk today. I, I do that all the time. And then if you look at Tennessee's sideline, we have a bunch more players on the sideline with all of our on-field players in the game. So there's a there's obviously a big difference um, in that it's like a, a Maryville High School playing a small Heritage High School. Uh, obviously, the depth is is major major there. But I mean, it is this is a momentum building win. I think I hope because Tennessee needed it. We're we're down in the hole. zero and two, fan base was on edge. And boy, if he didn't show something in this game, then the fans are going to be even more and more disappointed and who knows what would have happened. But got the win and um, pretty 
pretty impressive game in the first six and a half minutes. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I was watching the game, first six and a half minutes, I was like, man, this is this is an exciting game. Where I mean, we just we we got some big plays, and then after the twenty-one points in the first quarter, it kind of slowed and trickled down. Therefore, the game got boring and more boring. But ultimately, we got a win. That's obviously that's all that people are worried about is a win. And uh, it, it was a pretty convincing and impressive win for Tennessee. And obviously, like I said, get off our high horse. It was just Chattanooga. But this is a, a slingshot moving forward into Florida next week. So let's talk about individual stats here. Obviously, we had all three quarterbacks play. And uh, we'll run through some rushing yards and receiving yards. Now, I think uh, you saw Jeremy Pruitt make a make a good statement in, statement in this game. Not verbally, but... Putting his quarterbacks in, shuffling uh, Brian and then JT in there, and he 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 wanted to show the fans like, hey, let's go ahead and we'll, we'll put these guys in, get them some reps. But I also want you to see in the back of his mind, he was thinking, I also want you to see that these guys aren't just quite there yet; they're not ready. So JG unfortunately is the best quarterback on this roster. So that's what he kind of. He had in the back of his mind, I guarantee you, he was like, yeah, well, we'll show the fans why JG is actually starting. So we got a glimpse of all three quarterbacks today. JG, 7 for 8, 142 yards, three touchdowns, uh, no interceptions. And then you saw, I think Brian came in first. Yeah, Brian came in first, if I'm not mistaken. He only attempted two passes, didn't complete a single one. Um, But he did run the ball, which we'll get to that here in a second. And then JT came in the game. Uh, three of nine for 23 yards. Obviously, their first collegiate playing time. But they obviously look like freshmen. So, uh, JT was throwing some short balls. He wasn't he wasn't getting it down the field. He was short-arming it. And Brian, the same way. But uh, Brian can run a little bit. He's a little more, a little more mobile. But uh, we saw all three quarterbacks, you know. Saw some good things, saw, th- saw some bad things. As far as JG, obviously almost threw an interception on the first play or second play, whichever one. Not a good uh, good thing for him, but it is what it is. And, um, you know, got to see all three of them. That's what some people wanted, and we got to see all three of them. Now let's go down to the rushing. Obviously the run game wasn't, um, wasn't huge today, which I, I thought it would be. But we kind of spread the ball out as far as run game. And that's good. We're getting these guys some more reps. So Ty Chandler had 10 carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Tim Jordan. Welcome back, Tim Jordan. Tim Jordan was running hard. Uh, Five carries, 33 yards. He averaged six and a half yards per per play. Per carry, sorry. Per play, whatever you want to call it. But um, good to see Tim Jordan back. Eric Gray, eight carries, 32 yards. And then uh, Fred Orr and Chip Omer. Some guys, you're like, whoa, who are these guys? Fred Orr, seven carries, 32 yards. And then Chip Omer, two carries for 24 yards. And then Brian uh, Maurer had the four uh, four carries, 16 yards, and that touchdown at the, uh, in the, I think it was the third quarter there. But yeah, Brian uh, can use his legs, and we, we designed some plays for him. And obviously, it's just a straight-up quarterback run to the left. I think we ran that a few times, but... It was a 
it's pretty neat to see Brian get out there and run because I know he's people have talked about his arm, but he's he's also that dual threat type of guy. Marquez Callaway, we're going to receiving here, uh, two receptions, fifty nine yards, and a touchdown. Cedric Tillman, two receptions, thirty eight yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Princeton Fant, I'm gonna be completely honest, no clue. First time seeing that name, first time seeing him in the game. One reception, 19 yards. And then Josh Palmer had one reception for 18. Juwan Jennings had one for 12 and a touchdown. Brandon Johnson had one for nine. Dominic Wood had one for six. And then Eric Gray, one for four. So, passing game was spread out, but obviously single digits. No, Only two players had more than one catch. And that was Marquez Callaway and Cedric Tillman. And then, like I said, for the rushing game, we had Ty with 10. Tim with five, Eric with eight, Fred with seven. So the running game was kind of spread out as well, but not a lot of throwing in this game, obviously. But when we got that 21-point lead, we kind of were kind of dialing it back a little and just kind of getting guys reps, and and um, and we ended up obviously putting up more points after that. Let's take a look at the defense. Uh, let's see here. Matthew, oh, am I on the right? Yeah, I'm on the right one, Tennessee. See, some of these guys, are they, they don't look familiar to me. Matthew Butler with three tackles. Um, LaBruce, I'm not even going to try to say his name. Yeah, number 44, LaPruza, three tackles. Theo Jackson, two tackles. Uh, Crouch with two tackles. Daniel Patuli. now Daniel Patuli obviously was a welcome back type thing for him and everybody was very impressed with his communication skills on the field we'll talk about that here in a second Sean Schamberger with two tackles Nigel Warrior with two and an interception uh, and the cornerbacks obviously Henry Toto even though he only had one tackle this kid this he is going to be a phenom and um, and I'm starting to believe when Jeremy Pruitt said he can start at Alabama I'm starting to see it, it Good player. Going to be a great player. Let's see. We go down here. Aubrey Solomon didn't really have a impact. Now, Jeremy Banks. Jeremy Banks, the old running back. You remember him? Yeah. Two interceptions in this game. Very, very impressive. He, This dude's an athlete. Now, he was obviously playing linebacker. And they tried to slip it over his head, but... Jeremy Jeremy turned his head at the right time both times and said, nope, no, no not going to happen. Picked off two passes. Uh, awesome. Tennessee forced five turnovers in this game. Something that obviously we had trouble doing in the first two games. Um, but it was an overall team win. It was, it was very impressive. Uh, Brent Samaglia, again, did not miss a field goal today. Obviously, he only attempted one, but the point after is he didn't miss. And I think he still is in the top five or top something in the uh, in the NCAA with uh, field goal percentage right now. And obviously, it's only the third game of the year. But congrats to Brent Samaglia. Um, so yeah, it was a, the offensive line played a little better today. And obviously, I know it's Chattanooga. I get it, but it's 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 definitely a momentum booster for these kids to go going into Florida. Let's say, hey, we just rolled this team 45-0. to We played better. We are getting better and continuing to get better. That's what I like to see. So, um, 
great win for Tennessee. Must needed win going into Florida. And uh, like I said, Pruitt made his point about the two other quarterbacks that JT struggled, uh, struggled, and you know, and and Brian wasn't all co- there yet, and JG's the guy. But uh, my two standouts for this game, obviously, are, are it's got to be Jeremy Banks, man. Uh, Jeremy Banks, that I have two. I think Jeremy Banks is just going to be my one. We'll say Jeremy Banks, man. He the two picks impressed me. And I guess they're going to continue to leave him at linebacker, and we'll see how far he can go with that. <clears throat> I mean, I'd love to see him back at running back too, but maybe we're, we're, we're set at running back. So, Jeremy Banks gets my game ball. And, um, yeah, I, I, liked, I liked his play. liked his play. So now we focus on Florida. It's Florida hate week. And, um, boy, oh, boy, I hate to be a Florida fan right now. For those who did not see the uh, watch the Florida versus Kentucky game, Felipe Franks obviously going down with an injury, and uh, man, it's a it's a tough tough looking injury. Now there was some pictures circulating about uh, the of the ankle. It was either dislocated, broken. I don't know the the full the details of it because I really didn't look into it, but it looked bad. <laughs> And obviously, he's probably going to be out for the remainder of the season. <clears throat> I understand that that that's got to be a blow for Florida, but their backup quarterback played pretty well, and Tennessee has had problems with Florida's backup quarterbacks. So huh, we'll see how that goes for Tennessee. When Felipe went out, I think uh, Gators were uh, they were uh, they scored nineteen points, nineteen points when Felipe went out. And held Kentucky to zero. So, obviously they got the win 29-21 over Kentucky. was hoping to see Kentucky pull that off, but it is what it is. Florida is now 3-0, number 9 in the nation. Still, I don't know if they're going to move up or move back. <clears throat> but then we take them on this Saturday. For some reason, I thought we had a bye week this week. Clearly, I was wrong. It's Florida week. So we have Florida this Saturday, and Florida is a 12.5-point favorite over Tennessee. Doesn't surprise me. We have not proved anything yet, so it does not surprise me one bit. So we go into Florida. We got Patuli back on the defense, calling, um, you know, moving people around where they need to be, calling to plays, doing whatever he does. Thank you, Patuli. Thank you for coming back. Good God. Um, and then... We will hopefully have um, our cornerback back from the uh, suspension, but we don't know. Bryce Thompson, uh, he's got a court date on the 23rd. Obviously, the game's before that, but Pruitt said he's just not. When you when you miss a few weeks like that, you're, you're not football ready, so he's whipping him into shape. So you can expect to see him get some, some, um, some playing time against Florida, I would believe. Now, I'm not sure if he's going to be on a pitch count or not. Um, if he's going to just be playing 20 plays, 10 plays, we don't know. Hell, he might even play the whole game. We just don't know. And I'm sure we're not going to know until Jeremy Pruitt says something or on game day. Either or. But like I said, uh, Florida is a 12.5 point favorite. And uh, Tennessee has to go into Gainesville. 
and try to pull out a W. And could it happen now? With the quarterback being injured, there's a possibility. But we don't need to get our hopes up like we do every year. Just go in there with an open mind to say, let's take it a play at a time, quarter at a time, and just try to score more points than them. That's pretty much all we can do. But it's going to be a tough one down there in, in, in the swamp. So I'll tell you that right now. It's never easy going down in the swamp. And it's been a while since we won in the swamp. So maybe we can get another momentum boost after Florida. Um, if not, we will fall to one and three. If we do win, we'll be two and two and going into the bye week. And I believe that's the bye week after Florida. So, yeah. So overall, good week for Tennessee football and um, continues to hopefully get better. And then once we go into Saturday, Gator Day, Swamp Day, then we'll see what we can do. It's a noon game. I don't know why. Noon game down there in Florida. And um, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what Jeremy uh, Jeremy Pruitt pulls out and see if we see any different play calling, any anything different. Obviously, these first three games, we haven't seen them, except for the Chattanooga game, we haven't seen them really light up the scoreboard. We haven't seen them run some, some plays like, oh, man, that's new. That's going to work. We haven't seen that. So, again, maybe they held some of them plays back. But we'll find out Saturday against Florida. I mean... I'm excited. Can't wait. Obviously, it's Florida Hate Week this week on this Monday, starting Monday. And let's get this ball rolling in the right direction. Guys, this uh, this episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is an amazing app that helps you find tickets in the easiest way possible. Garth Brooks just is coming into town in November. And you can buy Tennessee tickets on SeatGeek. Now, you use our code LOTO, L-O-T-O, at checkout, and you will receive $20 off your first order. Again, that's L-O-T-O. And receive $20 off your first order. Ba-boom. Shabang. There you go. And enjoy. It's on us. Go get it. So go get your Garth Brooks tickets. I got mine already. And go get some football tickets. Or whatever you whatever tickets you want to buy. To anywhere. Anything. Whatever. There you go. But guys, I think I'm going to wrap this up. This has been a very short show. There's not been uh, much to talk about. But um, we are getting ready for Florida this Saturday. So get ready, buckle up, and support our team. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to the fan base. Uh, the fan base was showed up uh, this past Saturday, even though it was against Chattanooga. You can say that because the ticket prices were cheap, but the fan base showed up. I was at the game. I know some other people were at the game that I know of that, that are friends of mine. And and we had we had good fan base there, and it was, it was pretty crowded. So um, continue supporting this team, man. We'll, we'll hopefully get better and better and better. And, uh, hey, the only way to go from here is up, I hope, right? <laughs> but, guys, I'm Josh from League of Their Own, and um, that's going to do it for today's show. So thank you for listening. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys on Saturday. We're going to do a little pre-show on Saturday. And then we're going to open the phone lines on Saturday after the game. What I mean by open the phone lines, we have this software that we use. It's not like you're going to call um, my cell phone and I'm going to put your, you know what I mean? We're not going to do that. <clears throat> this is a software that you use and it's like a 
it's like a normal FM radio call-in show. So what you would do is obviously you'd call a certain number that we put out. Boom. Now you are on hold uh, until we get to you. And basically, you're not going to miss the show. You'll still be able to hear the show on the phone like you do when you call a normal FM radio station. You'll be able to hear the show, what we're talking about, and so on. And then you'll get that little beep when you're when we bring you on the air. So it's... It's a a program that we love, and we haven't used it in quite a long time. We might roll that out Saturday, depending on if we win or lose. Well, no, we're going to do it if we win or lose. We're going to get some some feedback from you guys. You're going to be able to voice your opinion. You're going to be able to have that therapy live on the show. Your voice, you. All right? So come back next Saturday, guys. Well, this Saturday. Excuse me. This Saturday, and we'll get that thing... uh, going so uh go balls and uh hopefully we can we can get a good practice week for the tennessee football team and and take it to florida this saturday but as always guys go balls